It's been a while, but don't worry. I'm still here. This is shooting the shit. Yo, what's going on, and welcome to Shooting the Shit for December 15th, 2022. That's right, 10 more days, and that fat motherfucker comes rolling down your damn chimney, or wherever the hell he might come in the door, you know. Uh What's going on? How you doing? Yeah, it's been a while since I talked to you. I know, I know. I'm not gone yet. I'm not gone yet. Believe me. I thought about this. I really... Like, I don't know, man. I have a small audience, and I know you listen, and I wish you'd put it out even more, try to get me a bigger audience. I like to push. This basically, for me, is a a chance for me to vent on all the issues going on in this country, in this world, in this woke fucking society we live in, this fucked up generation. It's a chance for me to just vent. That's what it is for me. It's a venting process. I mean, I can vent to friends, I can vent to family, but then you end up in a debate, and it's like, and I don't mind, I love going into a good debate, but you get such people who just can't take it, they they, they actually, they, 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 what's that fucking saying, you don't want to know the truth, or whatever, but the, you know, they're them kind of fucking people, they just scream at you, and it's like, really, is that how you get your fucking point across, you're just going to scream at me? So let's get started. I mean, we got a lot to, 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 to deal with. Um, we lost the greatness, and I should have actually played music from them instead of a uh, little uh, Man in the Box by Alice in Chains. But uh, we lost Christy McVeigh from Fleetwood Mac. Great singer. Great songs. Yeah, I know. She's in a woke commercial. Well, she's not, but the song is. And it's her song um, in the Chevy commercial for the EVs, which you know how I feel about EV vehicles. Mm-hmm. But still a great group. Love Fleetwood Mac. Love their fucking music. And it would be it would have been a great group to see before she went, but now she's gone. Billy Joel and uh, uh Stevie Nicks are coming in concert over summer, but you know, who cares at this point? I mean, if it was all Fleetwood Mac and, and just Fleetwood Mac, it would be great. It would be great. But anyway, like I said, I I, I don't know where I'm standing with this, if I'm I'm gonna keep going, if I'm not, how how you know, I, I don't know. I want to keep going. I need your help. Push it out there. Let people know. Say, hey, listen to this podcast. This guy's actually pretty good. You know, he he has, he's a right winger, sort of. He sits on a fence and his feet had dangle over to the right side because that's where he's leaning mostly. But he has a lot of left wing tendencies in him and, and he's, he's kind of edgy. You know, he's edgy. Hey, you know, you're edgy. You're the edgy guy on a podcast. It's like being the smartest retarded kid. Anyway, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's a quote from uh, the movie Waiting. If you've seen it, you'll, you'll get it. But anyway, I, it, push it out there, man. And then if, if you want to talk to me, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me. 
and we'll talk about it. If you like it, if you don't, just just push it out there, man. I, I'm, I'm seeing some more people listening. You know, it's been a little while since I put my last podcast out. I think maybe if I do put some space in between them, I'll get that more listener basis. But because I was pushing them out every week or trying to. And now, you know what? I might go to a once a month platform. And you hear me just once a month, and you'll get 12 episodes out a year, and that'll be that, instead of trying to do it once a week. It's just once a month. You usually get so much, in today's world, you get so much fucking shit going on within one month. You get so much shit going on within one week. It's fucking crazy. But let's get started. Let's let's start this. And this is from a while back, and I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with it really quick. Let's go with the first story. I'm a sports guy. You all know I'm a sports guy. All right, I'm from Philly. I'm not a huge Eagles fan, even though the Eagles are fucking on top of the NFL right now. They're doing fucking fantastic. May even be your Super Bowl champs this year. That's how good they're playing. Mm. You know, they say Jalen Hurts is going to make MVP, and does he deserve it? I think it's a team thing here with, with in Philly. I'm not a Jalen Hurts kind of guy. MVP. I know on ESPN it's a big fight. Between Hertz and um, uh, what's his name, Casey, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that kid can just pull some shit out of his ass. Hertz, on the other hand, is just—I think it's a team effort there that's doing well. My my Dolphins last two games they dropped. Tua looked like like a deer in headlights. Looked horrible. Gets more solid defenses. I think they they learned how to break down Tua's uh, passing up the middle. You know, keeping them guys from breaking into the middle. Waddle and uh, Hill, but we'll see. This week, they play Buffalo uh, Saturday night in Buffalo. <laughs> Who knows what the weather's going to be like up there? I'm sure it's going to be cold. It'll be a fun game to watch, but hopefully Miami can stay tight and, and maybe even pull it off. We'll see, but let's start out with some ESPN shit, and let's talk about something that happened a few weeks back, and this this is something that got to me, because um, I watch ESPN, and I watch First Take, and I watch... Uh, the, all them other shows, and I really fucking hate, I hate them, I'm sorry, I hate you, dude, and if you listen, if you hear my podcast and somebody knows him, tell him I hate him, I fucking hate him, I think he's a piece of shit, I hate Stephen A. Smith, I just hate him, he's a piece of crap, so fucking pro, fucking BLM matters, bullshit, and just, and listen, I get it, I get it, dude, you're a black man, and you think that you have some kind of oppression, but you don't. He's just an asshole. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up Stephen A's thing here, and we're gonna talk about this. Stephen A doubles down on Jerry Jones's photo take, tells his critics to get over it. Here's my kicker with it. As is general the case uh, with his take, Stephen A. Smith isn't backing down from his Jerry Jones comments. The longtime ESPN talking head and co-host of Odyssey's, and this is off of Odyssey, Odyssey, whatever fuck it is, you know, Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, their their podcast platform. And if I'm part of Odyssey, I apologize for you now, but I got to put this out there because I'm I'm calling out Stephen A on this. I don't don't think he's looking at this in in a wider perspective, and that's the problem. Everybody has their fucking goggles on. And they only see one dimension in these goggles instead of looking at the three-dimensional page or picture of the whole situation and that we actually have history in this country. There's actually history in this world, okay? Not everything was fucking rainbows and sunshine and fucking cookies, okay? There was some bullshit that happened throughout history. It did. But we don't live in that age anymore, so let's get over it. A long time he has been talking head and co-host of Odyssey's 
uh, Known Mercy podcast made waves for his response to a controversial photo unearthed by the Washington Post in a report on Jerry Jones, uh, on Jones's, I'm sorry, track record with race in the NFL. The photo shows a 14-year-old Jones on the steps of a high school in Arkansas in 1957. Let me say that again. A 14-year-old Jerry Jones on the steps of his high school or a high school in Arkansas in 1957. Where a group of kids were uh, attempting to prevent the uh, desegregation of the school by blocking the entrance to black students. Jones was near the back of the crowd. And the Cowboys owner has claimed that he was just a curious kid who was unaware of the gravity of what was unfolding in front of him. Responding to the photo on first take last month, Smith invoked the cancel culture argument. Again. Jerry Jones shouldn't have to explain himself in this situation. It was 1957 in Arkansas. Okay? In Arkansas, people. 1957. Of course, there was problems with segregation during that time. Do you remember Jackie Robinson? What he had to go through in the South? What he had to go through in the fucking city of Philadelphia up north in the 1950s? Y'all seem to fucking forget about that. But let's continue with this. So... You're going to bring up a photo of him when he was 14, 15 years old, question mark, 65 or 66 years ago, Smith said. This is where cancel culture gets into the mix. You're making an attempt to eradicate him, what he stands for and all he has done. Those comments were met with some backlash appearing Monday on the Big Trigger Morning Show. Smith said he doesn't care. Well, they need to get over it, Smith said, of his critics. Come on, man. You've known me for years. I don't know why these folks would ta- would think that's going to make me back up. I don't give a damn. The fact of the matter is I feel the way that I feel. Let's understand something about this. And that, that, that was the message that I sent. So since a lot of folks didn't want to comprehend it, and I don't understand why because obviously we're highly intelligent individuals, the bottom line is this. If you don't want to understand it because you don't want to, Wait, because you don't want to. Smith then doubled down on his take. I don't get that. If you don't want to understand it because you don't want to. I get Jerry Jones is 80 years old. He was brought up pre-civil rights. This is not from fuck. I'm sorry. Smith didn't. I, I got a different take off of Smith off his show. So I'm using audacities. And I think he's just trying to back up his claims on this one. Because he made it sound like Smith. Or like, like Jerry Jones was a piece of shit. And he's a racist in his football organization. That's funny though. Jerry Jones is 80 year old. He was brought up in pre-civil rights age, Smith said. My point was, you have to you have a still picture of him standing there, and this is all you have. Do you really from 66 years earlier, do you really really want to go there? Do you want to go there? That's the question. Now, if he's seen in somebody's face, if he is spitting at them or hitting them or whatever the case may be, that's a different animal. No, it's not a different animal, Smith. If he was spitting on black people in a picture from 66 years ago, yeah, it still shows its segregation in the South, no matter how you slice it, okay? It doesn't mean he's just this racist piece of shit, and he may be a racist piece of shit. He may still be a complete and total racist piece of shit. thing is, he owns a football team, and every player on that team makes Buku fucking dollars. Buku fucking dollars. Doesn't matter whether you're black, white, green, brown, or purple. You do your job, you make money for your job. And that's exactly what he does. But if 
A still picture of you doing absolutely nothing but standing in a crowd is enough to incriminate you from 66 years early, and that's what you think is going to harm a billionaire. Well, what do you think is in store for us? What kind of uh, ammunition could be brought against or can be used against uh, us down the line? Those are the feelings that I bring up when I talk about open opening uh, the Pandora's box because my mom said, as y'all both have known because you've wait, known me for years, I've always said this, when white folks catch a cold, black folks catch pneumonia. Here we go. This is where I'm talking about. This is when it, it starts to get, he gets too racist. Part of the criticism directed at Smith has been that he's responded to the to the Jones and Kyrie Irving situation differently. He has. On his fucking ESPN show, he has fucking snapped out and, and made it very clear that he thinks that Jerry Jones is a racist BOS. Irving was suspended by the Nets after repeatedly refusing to denounce anti-Semitism. He faced questions about his values after he posted about the documentary Hebrews and Negroes. Woke up black America, which is filled with anti-Semitic propaganda on social media. Smith pushed back on criticism of his response to Irving. I've been very critical of Kyrie Irving right up until the moment that these folks tried to come and put forth stipulations upon his return, Smith said. And the same person that called Kyrie uh, out for the nonsense that he's engaged in in, uh, in in the years since he's been in Brooklyn, I don't, I hate when people that can't read the right shit, is the same dude that came to his defense that would be me. Uh, I'm the one that went on national TV and was like, yo, this is BS. Y'all are going too damn far. No, you didn't. He did not. He went. He, he actually called Jerry Jones out on the picture. I know what you're doing, white America. There's a con- consistency of how you treat people. You don't do this to anybody else. Yeah. What are you trying to do to this Kyrie Irving for? Uh, that would be me. I did that. And, and I'm going to roll into this anti-Semitic shit. Pretty big time with this as I keep going because I, I I don't like Stephen Ann. Never liked him. I think he's a piece of shit. All right. So again, everybody uh, go their emotions. Have facts. I have uh, receipts on camera. That's that's all there. He's trying to back himself up in this one. Okay, I saw a different Stephen mm-hmm. A on ESPN talking about the picture of Jerry Jones and how his organization and the Cowboys and how the blacks in his organization are treated differently, so on and so forth. And you know what? Mm. If Jerry Jones treats people differently in his organization, that's up to Jerry Jones. It's his organization. Didn't everybody from any stream of life, black, white, gray, gray, brown, gay, straight, all say if if it's a private organization, that owner or that person should be able to do whatever he wants to do with his company? I mean, I've heard that in the past. Something about that with Facebook, I think, and in 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 Zuckerberg, and you know, it's a private platform, and if he wants to censor, he should be able to, and the the First Amendment shouldn't be put into that. I'm totally disagree with that, but you know, I'll sit here and say with Jerry Jones, you know what? If he's a racist, then he treats his blacks any differently. I mean, that's up to Jerry Jones inside his organization, but as I see it. He's got some pretty high-caliber black players on his team who make a very, 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 very lucrative fucking living. That's how I say it. If he's racist, he's racist. Um, but as for Stephen A., I mean, I just think you're... I think you are the racist POS. You are the one who constantly points fingers. BLM matters. Nobody else does. You, fuck you. Screw you. Screw you. Screw you. He, he, has, he, has that, he has that I'm black and proud tendencies. 
and it's fine. But let me tell you something. When you take one color and you make that what you stand for, like I stand for, I, if I turned around and said I only stand for whites, that would make me racist. I don't I stand for everybody. I think that everybody should have the same rights, and I, I feel everybody does. That's how you you use them, how you take them. It's how you 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 show yourself. It's how you know. It's what you do in life. It's seriously. Let's let's face the facts. I got crime at the wazoo right now in my city. Okay, and you put on the television and you get fucking news stories, and most of them are black on black or black on white fucking crime. Stereotism. I mean, the media puts it out there for everybody to fucking see. Everybody makes up their own mind. Says, "Well, blacks are pieces of shit. They're fucking robbing people. They're stealing cars. They're stealing. They're, they're, they're shooting people." If they're not going to put it on the news to show what's happening, even if a white person does it, and they're only going to show you black crime, that's what's going to be fed into America. So instead of turning around saying, we don't like to be stereotyped, stop stereotyping, you're, you're pointing the finger at the wrong direction. Point the finger at the fucking media. Point the finger at your fucking government. Your government does it for a reason. Your government is separating you by the color of your skin. They're separating you by your fucking sexual orientation. They're separating you by your religion. Your religious beliefs. Let's face the facts. They know a, a divided America is a weaker America and an easier America to control. And also with divided America, think about this. When it comes to voting, the Democrats who are fucking absolutely falling apart, if they can keep it a 50% division, they still have a shot at winning in the next election. If all of a sudden it starts to lean the other way away from them, hmm, you know, so they keep it, try to keep this woke fucking agenda, this woke bullshit. They, they, they're allowing the border to stay wide to fuck open so all these illegal immigrants can pour in. The more illegal immigrants pour in, and I know what they're going to say, well, they're illegal, they can't vote, they can't do this, but they can have babies. And when they have a child here in the United States, guess what that child becomes? Oh, that's right. He becomes an American citizen. Ah, uh, so that's how it works. Um, That's why I'm, I'm one for voter ID. Anyway, so with that being said, you have a bigger story when it comes to racism, anti-Semitism. It stems away from Kyrie Irving. It stems away. It, it, it moves into something, I think, a little bigger. Something that actually divided this country just a little more in the past month. Kanye West and his anti-Semitic rhetoric. His anti-Semitic things that he said. <laughs> at first, I'm not going to lie, at first I was looking at him like a piece of shit. I never liked fucking Kanye. I still don't like him. I don't. As for President of the United States, there ain't no fucking way of chance in hell I would ever vote for that fucking idiot. Okay? But, but, after looking into this more so and more so and more so, as I keep going down the line, I'm sitting there going, man, this motherfucker has gotten everyone's attention. In the past month. Everyone's. Everybody's attention. Using an anti-Semitic rhetoric. He's gotten all your attention. So from there. Let's just say it stems down. So he goes. Okay. He goes and he has dinner with Donald Trump. Okay. Him and somebody else. Who some. I forget who the other person is. But that, that's besides the, 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 the thing. So they have this dinner with Donald Trump. And then all of a sudden that becomes this big issue. You got this anti-Semitic and this other. You know, whatever the fuck he was. And they're having they're having dinner with the fucking ex-president of the United States and the possible next president of the United States. And they leave there. So 
Tim Pool, who I love, his podcast is fucking absolutely fantastic. Listen to it if you've never heard it. Tim Pool's great. He's on every night at 8 o'clock p.m. on YouTube. You can watch him, and you can listen to him anywhere you get your favorite podcast the very next day. for the. But he's great. He's great. So Tim Pool decides, I'm going to have these guys on. It'd be a great idea. So Kanye comes on, and with Kanye, I think it was set up. Because Tim Pool even made it clear. He's like, yeah, the plane was already waiting for him to leave, so on and so forth. But they come, and he starts talking about the anti-Semitic, uh, the, 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 uh, whatever the fuck that brand is called, but Bolignia, Bolignia, whatever the fuck it is, uh, and, and the woke celebrities, and they're finally waking up, and talking about Kanye, and Kanye losing all his money, he, Kanye went from a billionaire to a millionaire overnight, losing Adidas. And his, his his clothing lines or whatever the hell it was he lost. So he went from a billionaire to a millionaire overnight. Which, whatever. I don't think Kanye really gave a shit after he did what he did. Because I think he did it for a reason. So anyway, Tim Pool calls him out. And so when Kanye says, you know, they they own this, they own that, they own that. Tim Pool called him out and, and just came out and said, well, who are you talking about when you say they? And Kanye got all pissed off and he got up and he left. And he left. <coughs> so excuse me. So Kanye... Uh, let's see. Let's let's get rid of the Stephen A. thing here. Let's go to Kanye. Uh, Kanye West tells. Uh, this goes a little further. I I, I still think this is where I still think Kanye's a little fucked up. But let's let's go into do 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 do. Kanye says he's selling Balenciaga. That's the name of the company. Balenciaga. I got it wrong for a minute there. Balenciaga Adidas Gap hoodies for 20 bucks. He's selling them for 20 bucks. There's a reason he's selling them for 20 bucks. Because he got canned from them. But, and that's what took him from a billionaire to a millionaire. But I think he's calling out something. Something he sees. After sparking outrage in recent weeks. And this, this my people, this is from, let's uh. Let me tell you, hold on. Let me see who this is from. I, I don't. I want to get my fucking things right because I told you before. I don't like to talk about things without having the source I got it from. This is not my source. This is somebody else's. Page six. This is from page six, and you can see page six on Google if you just Google it in. I'm getting a lot of ads from page six, which is really stupid. After sparking outrage in recent weeks with anti-Semitic comments, White Lives Matter. Uh, T-shirts, designs, and more antics. Balenciaga, Adidas, and Gap have all uh, severed ties with the rapper. Now West has revealed his plans to get rid of the leftover products he once sold for hundreds of dollars apiece. In a video published by celebrity news site X17 on YouTube, the Gold Digger rapper gave a tour of his Los Angeles studio where hundreds of garments could be seen alongside workers uh, unusing sewing machines. Or I'm sorry, using sewing machines. Uh, I cut up 100 hoodies from uh, Yezzy, from Balenciaga, from Gap, and Adidas, and everything we do is going to cost 20 bucks. Yay, 45 said of the discarded inventory. He added, we need to make sure everyone receives the same level of cuts, the same level of food, same level of water, same level of education. That's where I he, he loses me. He's never going to be my president. That's for goddamn sure. Um, because we live in a society where I'm totally a believer in, uh, capitalism, but I think that in this country, capitalism, Balenciaga is not in this country. 
So, uh, same level of education, same level of water. Uh, we're engineering opportunities where getting past the past. We're focused uh, on the future, West continued, also showing off some new designs. Speaking of the future, the Easy Rapper also showed off his Yay24 design. He claimed uh, the attire promoting his run for president 2024, which, no, was made from uh, repurposed Balenciaga sweatpants. And more, he furthered alleged on Twitter that he met with former President Donald Trump and offered him the vice presidential spot on his ticket. Uh, I don't think Trump... If Trump... I'm sorry, Donald. Um, I, I Somebody who fucking... Tweets to Donald Trump, please do not put Kanye on your vice presidential ticket because I will not vote for you then. <clears throat> that makes it even harder to vote against Joe Biden. God damn, dude. What are you doing, Donald? Stop. Uh, though the fashion brands denounced the rapper, West wore designs from his recent Balenciaga and Adidas collaboration in the video, including uh, a white messenger bag. $1,290 and his sweatshirt, $1,150. You gotta be fucking kidding. That these cost this kind of money for that kind of dumb shit. On Tuesday night, Rolling Stone published an expose in which former Yezzy employees alleged that West would often show executives porn videos, uh, his own sex tapes, and explicit images of then wife Kim Kardashian. Representatives from Gap, Adidas, and Balenciaga did not immediately return page six as Styles' request for comment. I think now they're just making up shit to try to fucking save their own asses. So he gets rid of these people. And I'll tell you why he got rid of Balenciaga. Let's see. You want to know why? This is where I kind of got on fucking Kanye's side. I kind of jumped to Kanye's side. There's a reason behind it. Let's talk about that. Balenciaga is under fire for controversial ads with children in them. Kim Kardashian responds to this. And we know who Kim Kardashian is. Hmm. Balenciaga is under fire for uh, over controversial ads showing children with teddy bears dressed in BDSM costumes. The luxury fashion label apologized last week for uh, after images on its website showed young kids posing with teddy bear handbags. The bears appeared to be dressed in bondage gear such as uh, uh, studded leather straps and fishnet shirts. NBC reports one photo even showed it. Uh... Excerpt from the 20, 2008 U.S. Supreme Court case that upheld federal statutes on pornography that includes minors. Hmm, Balenciaga, you're also part of Adidas, are you not? Oh, yeah, and Gap. Hmm, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's time uh, America's starting to get woke. And what I mean by woke, I mean they're starting to wake the fuck up. A lot of celebrities are actually walking away from these woke fucking situations. Look at Tim Allen with Disney. Fuck them. Fuck Disney. Disney is the most woke fucking, the biggest woke thing in this country, in the world probably, Disney. Then you got companies that hold your money. They work with your investments like uh, Vanguard, who they're woke too. Majorly fucking woke. Mm. I mean, I, ooh, so, so let's continue here. This gets me. Balenciaga and Kim Kardashian, who frequently collaborates with the brand, continue to face criticism as the reality TV star finally responded to the backlash on Sunday. That's why I just, I, I don't get it. People are so obsessed with celebrities. A reality TV star, Kim, the Kardashians, like, 
people watch it and go, I wish I was them. Look how beautiful and all the money they have and the popularity. And there's these stupid sluts that just go to clubs and get banged. The fuck out of here. So anyway, backlash on Sunday. I have been quiet the past few days. Not because I haven't been shocked and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their term or to their to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. The Kardashian star wrote on Instagram and Twitter, As a mother of four, I have been shaken by those disturbing images. Yeah, this took you how long, Kim, to get back? I mean, once I saw the images, I'd be like, why am I even dealing with you people? Gotta be fucking kidding me. So the safety of children must be held with the highest regard and anything against it should have no place in our society, period. Well, Kim, you know, there's urinals in little kids' bathrooms, little girls' bathrooms in, in elementary schools. What do you think about that, Kim? You think that's okay? I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and an apology. In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. See, understand something, people. You go into Europe, and I think Europe has a lot of this shit all over billboards and stuff, and they're okay with it in Europe. thing is, we don't live in Europe. We live in the United States of America. So Europe... These companies, Kim Kardashian and these woke fucking morons in this country feel that that kind of ideology that is overseas in places like France should be brought into the American society. No, we don't live in France. We live in the United States of America. We are our own country. People give this place some props. I've said it to you before. Every time somebody says, well, where are you from? Well, I'm Polish and I'm German. No. You were born in an American fucking hospital? You're an American. Like, give it props. Turn around and say, I'm American. If you're talking about my fucking background, like, where my family, my, my relatives, I don't know. I've got France, I think. Poland, uh, Germany. I, I don't know. They're from over there somewhere. But I grew, I'm here. I'm an American. Give your country some fucking props. Give it some fucking props. And understand the Constitution, the fucking Bill of Rights, and the fucking Declaration of Independence and what it means. Wake up. When I say wake up, I don't mean be woke. I mean wake the fuck up and realize that you have a great fucking thing here and a great fucking situation. Sure, we started off on a bad fucking note. Having slavery, having this, having that. But we, we've broken away from that. We don't need to pull in other cultures like France's fucking okayness with fucking putting little babies and kids in fucking sexual situations on billboards. It makes no sense, Okay. So, anyway, she added that she is uh, reevaluating her relationship with the brand, basing it off uh, their willingness to accept accountability for something that should have never happened to begin with, and the actions I'm expecting to see them take to protect children. Kardashian and Belasiago were trending topics Monday morning, as this was a couple weeks ago, uh, as fans criticized the uh, Skims founder for refusing to outright cut ties with the company. Yeah, she ain't going to cut ties. It's fucking money in her pocket to go out and party and have a good time. Some social media users called the holiday ad campaign child porn, which it is. It's pedophilia, which we all know who a big pedophiliac is. This is Mr. Joseph Biden. Uh, and explanation of minors or exploitation of minors. No explanation. Exploitation. Um, 
It only took six days for Kim Kardashian to not actually condemn Balenciaga for children pornography because although she was uh, disgusted and outraged, money is money. And sometimes you got to let child pornography fly for free clothes and money. Conservative media personality Candace Owens tweeted, she's 100% right. It took her six fucking days, Kim Kardashian, to, to actually turn around and condemn it. Six days of having your fucking Balenciaga thing, that's millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Six days. It is. Look it up yourselves. I'm not lying. Kardashian's ex-husband, Ye, whom she shares four children with, called out celebrities for not condemning the company. And that's this is where I think Kanye actually did what he did, calling out Jews owning different companies and this and that and making it anti-Semitic. Because when if nobody's going to listen to you if you just turn around and say, there's, but like when I turn around and I say, you got these fucking, these, these, these urinals in little girls' rooms in schools, people are going to go, no, they don't, no, they don't. Listen, then get up, you fucking lazy fucking asshole. You, you, do you need me to call you the N-word or a Jew or this or that to get you to actually look into it and see if it's for real? Because it's really happening. And I think that's what Kanye West just did. He used anti-Semitism. He's still anti-Semitic because there's something else I got to talk about with it. But he used it, I think, in a way that got everybody's fucking attention to actually look into this and say, wow, there is actually a problem here. Hmm. So, condemning the company. It just shows you that celebrities are controlled. It just shows you all celebrities are controlled. They are. Tim Allen was controlled. And then he finally said, oh, no, 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 I'm not being woke. Buzz Lightyear's not gay. He wasn't gay. He liked Jesse in the movies, which was the little string-haired doll that was like Woody's thing. So, all of a sudden, Go Woke, Go Broke. Now you got, uh, <laughs> I seen the newest thing. Go Woke, Go Broke. The newest thing is, um, was it not, not, Beauty and the Beast. Now Belle is a black woman, plays guitar, shit. I seen it at, at, like, you know, a live show, whatever it might be, but they're going woke. You go woke, you go broke. Stop changing things that are already and make new things. That's the best way to do it. Make a new character. You want a black character? It's fine. You want a gay character? Fine. Make a new character that people will fall in love with. Don't take an old character that people fell in love with and then change him to where people go, really? He's not gay? I'm not watching that show anymore. You know what I mean? I love fucking, I love Toy Story. But now see, Buzz Lightyear's gay? Get the fuck out of here. So, so here, it just shows you all celebrities are controlled. You don't see no celebrities talking about Balenciaga's situation. The rapper formerly known as Kanye West said, Ye previously worked with Balenciaga, but the company cut ties with him after controversial comments he made about George Floyd's death last month. He is a little too much. That's why I don't like him. The New York Post reports Balenciaga removed the ads November 22nd and filed a $25 million lawsuit against the producers of the ad campaign on Friday. Balenciaga accused North Six Inc. and set designer Nicholas Desjardins. It's Desjardins, but it's not spelled like the Desjardins I like. My Desjardins is a defenseman from the Flyers. Uh, Eric Desjardins. Um... Uh, of including images of the Supreme Court decision on child porn laws without the company's knowledge and is seeking regardless of extensive damages. I'm sure they knew all about it. We apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign, Balenciaga said in a statement Tuesday. We take this matter very seriously and are talking legal action against the parties responsible for creating this set and including uh, unapproved items for our Spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly 
condemn uh, abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. So in this case, you know, like I said, I think that Kanye, I think he used that anti-Semitism in this case just to gain attention from everybody. Look, pay attention to me. I'm going to do it like this. You're going to pay attention. And it worked, okay? But he doesn't know when to stop. Kanye West, and I don't know how true this is, though. Of course, it's Newsweek. I don't believe everything I read on the internet. I don't believe everything I see on TV, especially when it comes to the media. But we're going to put them out there anyway. This from Newsweek. Kanye West tells Jews, forgive Hitler amid anti-Semitism controversy. Uh, This guy's getting a little bit too much. Rapper EA, formerly known as Kanye West, has continued his anti-Semitic tirade by telling Jewish people to forgive Nazi leader Adolf Hitler. West, who has been condemned over his repeated uh, anti-Semitic remarks, doubled down on his praise of Hitler during an interview with Proud Boys founder Gavin uh, McInnes. In Los Angeles on Saturday. I'm finding this one hard to believe. McGinnis, a far-right political com- uh, commentator, suggested West had been canceled. And I gotta scroll down a little bit here. And mention comments he made during an earlier interview with conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Yeah, I'm starting to think that this is all made-up shit. During the interview, McGinnis said, You love Jews, but you're canceled for anti-Semitism because you also love Hitler. But you love everyone equally, good guys and bad guys. Yeah, well, you know what? Ah, this is where I don't love you, Kanye. You know what? I don't love everybody. I don't totally hate. I can't say that. Maybe I kind of do. But I know, you know what? I, like I said, I kind of look at Kanye different for calling out Balenciaga. West, whose face could not be uh, seen because he was fully masked, replied, Yeah, Jewish people can't tell me who I can love and who I can't love. He's absolutely right. Nobody should be able to do that. You can't say you can't force your pain on everyone else. Jewish people forgive Hitler today. I don't believe in that one, though, dude. Sorry. Uh, Hitler was a piece of fucking shit. You gotta remember what Hitler did there, Kanye. Hitler's Nazi regime oversaw Holocaust during which more than 6 million Jews or Jewish people were murdered in concentration camps across Europe. The rapper, who was flanked by white supremacist Nick Fuentes, repeated numerous anti-Semitic tropes during his interview, including the belief that Jewish people control institutions such as media and banks, a cornerstone of multiple bogus conspiracy theories. You know what, though? I got to I got to say this uh, on this one. Conspiracy theories people of recent um the last couple of years have been becoming actual reality. It's the truth. I mean, look it up yourself. Uh, McGinnis stated West's comments were controversial and added, Hitler's got a pretty bad reputation, dude. Uh, West responded, well, who made that reputation? That was made by Jewish people. No, Hitler made that reputation, Kanye. You need to really look. See, Trump, Donald, don't bring Kanye in because he obviously has never read his history books. Um... According to uh, Anti-Defamation League, uh, ADL, a Jewish civil rights group, anti-Semitic accidents have been on the rise since the U.S. Um, Think about this, Kanye. You have Putin right now. How do you feel about Vladimir Putin going into Ukraine and wanting to take back the land just because at one point it was Russia's land? And he's killing lots of Ukrainians for that reason. Do you think he's an okay guy? I mean, you're a little fucked up, dude. You're a little fucked up, Kanye. I do have to say that. 
Uh, the ADL said a total of 2,717 incidents of assault, harassment, and vandalism across uh, across the U.S. reported it to it in 2021. Like I said, this is from Newsweek, people. I read it off here. And I'll tell you how I feel about somebody. I, I don't care. Like, I can tell you, I can say, I'm not going to tell you something I don't know about fucking Kanye. I know from what I read and what I say, think you're a POS. That's my opinion. I think Joe Biden's a POS. My opinion. But opinions are like assholes, right? Everybody's got one. Following earlier comments by West on Friday, President Joe Biden denounced anti-Semitism. Wow, man. What does denouncing it actually do? I, I love this. I love to know that because that's something that actually Stephen A came out and wanted Jerry Jones to do. That's that's exactly because this is what and now my mind's coming back to me on what Stephen A said. On uh, on his first take or whatever show it was on when he, he got he wanted he wanted Jerry Jones to denounce anti-Semitism, and now like West wants Joe Biden to denounce or wait no I mean Joe Biden is denouncing anti-Semitism. What is denouncing actually doing? I denounce it. Okay, what does that mean? Like like we all know what denounce means we know the definition of it but i mean do you think that people who denounce something means that they just jerry jones denounces anti-semitism or jerry jones denounces racism it's going to make him less racist i really don't get it like if i came in and i turned around and said you know i don't like people with six toes i could i denounce my hatred towards six toes and then i like walk away and i go man it's still fucking freaky shit i don't like people with six fucking toes but denounce it ain't doing shit. You can say what you want. It don't fucking matter. You know? He said, I just want to make a few things clear. The Holocaust happened. Hitler was a, a demonic figure. And instead of giving it a platform, our political leaders should be calling out and rejecting anti-Semitism wherever it hides. Silence is uh, complic- complicity. Um, listen, nobody's complying to anything. The thing you need to understand here is that, like I said, history is a real thing. It really happened. You can't ever take it away. I don't care if you destroy every history book. If you do that, I guess you could if you did that and you don't teach the kids any kind of history. But then when the kids go, well, how did we get here and what happened and this and that? What are you going to tell them? We just started just now this year. There was nothing before us. That ain't what God wants, man. God created, listen, God created everybody. Let's face the facts. The way we look at it, there, there's some kind of creation somewhere along the line, and I'm going to have to turn around and say there's God, and that God maybe created the heavens and the earths and all this kind of shit. And he created good and he created bad, obviously. Um, it's how we deal with it ourselves. Like, if you're a bad person, you're a bad person. I guess that's why there's heaven and hell. At least what this. Listen, I'm not totally 100% religious. Do I believe there's some kind of a God? I believe some kind of higher power. I believe in faith. I believe in actually praying to something higher in order to maybe help guide me along my way. You know what I'm saying? To make things easier and better for me. Maybe a belief in something. But in this case, like I said, like we have hatred in this world. We have, what do you teach your kids? There is hatred. No matter how you slice it, there's people that all you can do is simply raise your kids and tell them to try to tell them to love everybody and just don't, you know. But they're going to grow up to be what they want to be. And let's face the facts. Like I said, you watch the fucking news, you watch the media, and they force feed racism and all this shit down your fucking throats. 
blacks against whites, blacks against blacks, and that's all you see on TV. So, of course, it's going to create a hatred towards a group. It always does, and that's how it works, and it's just it's a force fed into your head. And like I said, our government has their hands in it, and they're, they're, they're mixing this, like, hee, 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 like some wicked witch mixing up their boy, oh, boy, oh, toil and trouble, or whatever the fuck they say. And they're whipping it up, and they're saying, yeah, I'm going to keep you so divided so that way I can control you. Because once you guys love each other, or once you guys get on the same page, and you guys realize that, hey, reality's reality, we got to get away from a lot of shit, it might be the end of this fucking government, the way they stand. While McGinnis claims to no longer be affiliated with the extremist Proud Boys group, he has made racist remarks about black people, Indians, and uh, Australians. Aboriginal Australians? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? As well as uh, Islamophobic comments about Muslims, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. He has also previously flirted with anti-Semitism, including in a March 16 interview with white nationalist Jared Taylor. 2016, people. Think about it. Two more years. Wait, it's 22. Four more years. That's 10 years old. So right now, that's that's six years old. Anyway, whatever. Like, this is just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, he has also previously flirted with anti-Semitism. Previously, dude, six years ago. That's not previous. It's six fucking years ago. Oh, my God. Six years ago. Think about this. Six years ago, Donald Trump was just taking office. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. In it, Taylor uh, referenced the name uh, Rubenstein. Typical, typically Jewish surname, which led McGinnis to place his fingers over his nose, making it appear larger. Before adding, sounds like a, uh, whatever. I don't know. McGinnis then cla- clarified his gesture and said, that is my Jew finger thing. It, you know what? <laughs> Again. All right, so so you got Kanye West. He's a little bit on the fucking craziness side. He is. He is. And saying that, that you got to love everybody, including people like Hitler, or, you know, fucking Charles Manson, you got to love him too, Kanye. You got to love everybody. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. You can have hatred towards people. You can have hatred towards a person or even a group. I have hatred towards fucking terrorist groups. I have hatred towards fucking a lot of groups. I actually have hatred towards BLM Lives Matter group, because I, I feel you're racist. When you sit there and you call out me for hating a BLM group, I turn around and say, well, black lives aren't the only lives that matter, people. It, every life matters. So get rid of the B in the LM and just go, lives matter. All lives matter. Your black life, your green life, your blue life, your your, your Jewish life, your gay life, your transgender life, they matter if that's what you want to do indoctrinating small children into this ideology, no. I don't agree with that. I think children need to make up their own decisions throughout life. Not at five years old. At 25 years old. Okay, I don't think that a five-year-old knows that they want to be a little girl instead of a little boy. They don't really know. Okay, so don't force it on them. But no. People hate each other. It's, 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 It's out there. It's real. It's real. So... When it comes to this, that's obviously a woke ad, okay? So so, so Kanye called it out, and there's a woke ad, Balenciaga, these woke ads, and how it works. Do woke ads actually really work? That's the whole question here. Do, do these woke ads actually work? 
I was watching TV earlier. I watched a lot of ESPN. And this commercial has been coming on a lot lately. Um, BMW ad. Christmas ad. And I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, I guess the sun pulls up at Christmas time to see his parents. And it's windy out, snowing out. And the boat that's on the house blows off and it flies and lands on his BMW. And the dad comes out and the dad's like, oh my God, thinking he bought it for him for Christmas. Dad gets in there, he's driving. He goes, can't wait to see what you got your mother. And his face, just his eyes roll. But if you notice in that video, did you notice the, the wife, the son's wife, roll her eyes? Yeah, she was a black woman. So you pull in interracial relationship, which is fine. I don't have any problem with interracial. I don't have any problem with gay, lesbian. I don't have any problem with interracial. I don't have any problem with a commercial that's all black. But do you notice they're pushing it on you now? Like, they're pushing these ads. They are. Let, let, let's, let, let's think about this. They're pushing you with the division. Again, here's the division. Let, let's push these ads on you and let's see whether we pull people in or we push people out. These ads really don't work. They're, they're, they're poorly done. They're lousy. They don't work. There's the one commercial, and I'm not, I forget what it is. Progressive, maybe? I think it's progressive, where they throw the fucking red flag, the challenge flag. And they have two guys and a cat, and they throw the challenge flag. Oh, you had a cat. Obviously, two gay guys. Gay couple in a progressive ad. It's okay. I, I, I get it. But is that going to get me to buy insurance? No, probably not. Is, is the interracial couple going to get more blacks to buy BMWs? Probably not. You know, is it going to get more whites to buy? Is it going to get more people to become interracial? Like, I have no problem with blacks and whites. Do I have a problem with blacks marrying whites? If you listen, if you love somebody, you love somebody. I guess the way I was brought up and raised, I look at it like it's a different world now. Don't get me wrong. But I'm still kind of old school. I think that a white person should be with a white person, I guess. That's my thought of it. But if my daughter, as long as the person's respectable, comes back and he's got a good job he does well with himself he's respectable to me to my family to everybody else to her he treats her great what am i gonna say what am i gonna say then hey all right welcome to the family bud i mean i guess you know oh but yeah am i old school sure is it going to change the way i think about it no not necessarily doesn't necessarily mean i'm going to change it just means that i'm accepting it more so because of what it's become okay i wasn't accepting of it through the years because i was indoctrinated <laughs> wow kind of a, w a wake-up call right here i was indoctrinated as a young kid into a society that was not accepted as much so just like gays weren't accepted as much so but as a young kid i grew up around it i wasn't told to hate it i just saw it you know what i mean you just see it. It's you're not you're not not for it's not forced down your throat. It's not. That's that's the thing. You you learned something. I never hated gays. I had a cousin who was gay, and we knew he was gay, and we would make fun of it here and there. But we all knew he was gay. And, and one day he came out of the closet. I was older, and when he said, uh, "Yeah, I'm gay," and we all just we laughed, like, and he just looked at us, and go, "What were you? Think we're all fucking stupid?" We're not dumb. We knew you were gay. 
But we accepted you. You're our cousin. We love you anyway. It don't fucking matter. You're gay. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, green, brown. It doesn't matter. You're just you're just grow up around a situation. Just like Jerry Jones did. He grew up in a time where segregation was real. It was happening. Whether he wanted to be or not, he was kind of force-fed into it a little bit. And that's what's happening right now. And that's why I have a problem with it in a young school-age children with sex in things that are just distant. They're not appropriate. Don't get me wrong. Racism is not appropriate either. You know, being racist. And, and here I go. I'm using the, the term racist to describe gayness which is weird this is how the left actually uses the word so i might as well use them the same way i i guess throughout the world the, 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 the years it wasn't that i was racist against gays it's just i wasn't used to it like i had a gay cousin but i never thought of it i was i was not gay myself so it was just something it's funny because you use the term homophobic and I can't say I'm homophobic, but I can say I'm homophobic. I got a gay daughter, like, and I love my daughter with all my heart, and she's gay, and it is what it is, but it's fine. Was I homophobic as a young person? I'm still a little homophobic for the fact that like, if I'm, I'm around a gay guy, I'm fine with the gay guy, as long as he doesn't come on to me, because I'm not gay. How would I react to it? I'd probably just turn around and say, yeah, no, I'm not interested. Which I did before. I think I can't. I can't. Somebody came on to me years ago when I was on a job working at a place. And the person asked, you know, want to go get lunch or something? And I knew the person was gay. And I just made up excuses. Like, no, nah, I brought my lunch. I'm okay. I'm fine here. I'm just going to eat and get done my job and go home. But, yeah, I mean, indoctrination, yeah, I guess happened throughout the years. It, we just didn't see it. We saw it in a different way. Um, still doesn't wake me up to the fact that I think that indoctrination should not be force-fed in school systems or to young children uh, on sexuality or drag racing and all that kind of shit. And I think that they force-feed it down our throats with TV, with ads, with uh, with these, these, these woke ads and wokeness. Um, as crazy as it is. But you know what? Again, like I said, go woke, go broke because it's what's going to happen to... You know, uh, it, it's what's going to happen to this world. You're, you're going to wake up. One, I think that what's going on is this go woke, go broke culture. The, the go woke culture is finally starting to just dissipate. Starting to fall apart. Starting to backfire. The ads, whether it's Starbucks or Fruit Loops or whatever. Or so, an ad, Kellogg's, whoever it might be who goes goes wokes. You know, SpaghettiOs, you know, with the the pro-American thing. It, it just doesn't work. It's not it's not what's working. But you know what? Divide, we're divided. And we're going to continue to be divided in this country by this whole type of situation. Whether it's the go woke, gay, straight, black, white, lesbian, you know, straight. Your religion, you're you're going to be divided, and why? Because the division is going to help our government succeed at what they're trying to do. In this case, the Biden administration releases a plan for the scheduled lifting of Title Forty Two next week, which will happen. Um, this has to do with the crisis at the border, which we all know what happened with the crisis at the border. This is from CNN Politics. Um, uh, let me speak about this, the crisis at the border. I got literally five minutes here to try to get this quick out. But the border crisis, we all know what happened. Joe Biden lifted Donald Trump's orders um, back when he took office. 
and signed the executive order reversing it and told basically during his campaign run that if I win, rush for the border because I'll let you in for asylum. So in this case, once he happened, he did it in the middle of a pandemic. Um, all these illegal immigrants rushed to the border and start just pouring across the border and flooding it. And then he called a crisis on himself. He's a waste. He's he's a waste of a president. He's a waste of space in the White House. Uh, oh, I needed that. Excuse me so much. But, you know, and you can get a hold of me on realpodcast101gmail.com. And you can comment on that burp. It was, a, was, it, was it a 10? Was it a 2? It was okay. I'd give it like a 3. Uh, Department, let's see, the CNN, the Department of Homeland Security's six-pillar plan for the uh, scheduled end of uh, Title 42 next week includes surging resources uh, to the border, increasing uh, processing efficiency, imposing consequences for unlawful entry, bolstering nonprofit capacity, targeting smugglers, and working with international partners. The seven-page document, which states the DHS inherited a broken and dismantled immigration system, which it was not, was published online this week and appears to be an updated version of the plan the department issued in April. The last time Title 42 was scheduled to be lifted at the time of federal judge, a federal judge blocked the lifting of the Trump-era public health rule that allows federal immigration immigrants to swiftly return migrants to Mexico or their home countries, which is what we should still be doing. According to the document, the surge of resources to the southern border includes the hiring of nearly 1,000 border patrol processing coordinators and adding 2,500 contractors and personnel from government agencies, which allows federal agents to focus on field law enforcement duties. Uh, the federal government has also added 10 soft-sided facilities and increased uh, customs and border protection, holding capacity by over one-third since 2021. The plan states the agency has it, uh, has it as more than double transportation capacity for detained migrants as well. This includes hundreds of flights and buses routes per week uh, to transport detained uh, non-citizens to less crowded border patrol sectors for processing and to remove or return non-citizens to their home or third countries. Uh, we will continue to scale up our ground and our air transportation cap- uh, capabilities in light of potential increases to document states. This is all a bunch of shit, Okay. We need to just send them right back across the fucking border. Stop allowing them to just cross the way they're crossing and pouring into the country. You're not going to be able to vet them quickly enough and get them out to where they need to go. Right now, as they're crossing borders, they're being shipped into places like New York. That Now they've been shipped into Philly, into my city, by the hundreds. Because they want to send them to these woke fucking cities that turn around their sanctuary cities and say, you are all about this here. You take them. Good luck with it. Then where do these people go if they don't have families? They have nowhere to fucking go. What do they do? They get off the bus. Don't get me wrong. They're getting off the bus happy. Smiles on their faces because they know they're that much further away from the fucking border. That much further away from getting deported back to Mexico. No. As soon as they cross, turn around, go back. No, 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 go back. Set up fucking sniper fucking towers. Shoot fucking motherfuckers as they come across the fucking border. And make it clear to the other ones, this is the chance you're taking if you're trying to cross. We don't want you here. You bring nothing to the table. You're not going to cure cancer. You're not going to win a Nobel Prize. Go home. <sighs> but they love it. This is what they want. This is what the government wants. It'll be it'll be votes years from now. Think about it. Think about it. Just think about it. 
When you're born in this country, you'll be a citizen. And that'll be votes for them. The Democratic Party will win and win and win and win and win and win and win. People, get out and vote. Do your thing. Stay patriotic. Stay American. I, I, I rambled on too much. I'm done for the day. Maybe you'll hear from me in a week. Maybe you'll hear from me in a month. I don't know. But until then, man, just stay real. Stay real. Stay proud. Stay proud to be American. Hatred sucks. It does, but it's there. History is a real thing. Let's not erase it. And let's just continue to make this country something that it should be. And that's fucking great and fantastic. Until next time, people, I will talk to you. Have an awesome fucking holiday and an awesome New Year. See you probably in 2023. Later.